0: we are talking travel welcome back for the year sally lucas and uh well we're going to one of my favorite parts of the world well this is great jane and
1: yes welcome back to everyone as well it seems like ages ago since we were on air and a lot of time has passed and a lot of damned hot weather has too i'm, <laughs> I'm so pleased for that southerly last night i think we all were um so today we're just going to talk about one particular area the Plitvice lakes in croatia but before we talk about the lakes i just thought i'd go back because I remember when I first started in the travel industry Yugoslavia was one country of course and then it divided I think in the maybe the 90s it dissolved again so now we actually have six countries that were once all part of one country so you've got Bosnia, Herzegovina, Croatia, Macedonia, Montenegro, Serbia and Slovenia and also included in those countries is Kosovo but it's actually uh, an autonomous area sorry of um, Serbia Um, that only sees parcel recognition so that explains I guess what we're talking about now and where Croatia is in all this Um, so to get there of course probably um, obviously there are lots of lovely tours you can do of Croatia where you're taken care of if that's what you wish to do but if you're traveling independently Zagreb would be your closest a major airport and then there's a bus that takes you in there it takes about two hours just under two and a half hours or there is now more flights going into zadar which is a nice little coastal town and it's a little bit less so it's about 140k from zagreb or about 130 from zadar and they both run buses that will, will get you in there if you're not doing a tour but yeah i was just reading this the other day by um it was someone who runs programs into there actually and she always does a blog once she comes back you obviously you know let to know her thoughts on the place and I just was reading through it and I thought it was interesting. The other thing people need to know that even though it is spectacularly beautiful and full of so many water holes and waterfalls you can't swim in it so just beware it because it's UNESCO protected and they don't want um, people polluting the water. Um, everything I've read on so far says that swimming well I'm sure some people might break the law occasionally but technically no swimming. Um, so it's in the northern part of Croatia and it shares the border or it shares Shares a border there with Bosnia and Herzegovina, and it's one of the largest national parks in southeastern Europe and the oldest. Which was obviously, it's been declared UNESCO as we've mentioned for its natural beauty. So it's got some gorgeous, obviously walks through it. You've got sixteen interconnecting lakes um, with lovely wooded valleys, and each lake is naturally dammed and then slowly drains into the next with, with a range of waterfalls, creeks, and waterways. Huge um,
0: range of waterfalls. yes yeah, when you look at some
1: it's of them, are quite high too, aren't they? Yes. Just and. It's you know, this person says, this lady says, it makes it one of the most scenic and unique places she's ever had the pleasure to visit, um, which is what you've just said as well, Jane. So, all in all, there's about at least 500 different waterfalls, which we've just said are all very diverse with different sizes and widths. And the largest is about 78 metres high. There's a walking path around each lake, and they interconnect with a range of water um, sort of overwater wooden boardwalks which gives you access easily to get to places as well so you could obviously spend you know a long long time here to get from one end to the other but there is like little uh, transport little train that runs from one end of the uh, national park to the other so as I said it's it's different hours of opening during summer and winter but generally in summer it's open from about 7 in the morning till about 8 at night obviously there is an admission fee as well um, so but yes look tourists are well catered for there and the Croatian government has put a lot of thought into preserving the park and making it an easy place to explore without causing any environmental damage, which of course is very important. So when you arrive at the park there is a bus that will take you to the highest elevated lake and you can continue for there. So you can hike it, you can walk it obviously take comfortable walking shoes or shoes you don't mind getting a bit wet sometimes or a bit dirty. Um yeah, and just be prepared and enjoy what a wonderful place that is and so lucky, you know, we are to still have it in this this wonderful part of what was once Yugoslavia and now six different countries and of course it's not just Plitvisi Pl- that you can visit of course I mean there's other beautiful areas within Croatia, I mean we've mentioned Zagreb the capital, you've got the old town of Dubrovnik which everyone loves the walled town, the cobblestones, the old buildings I and mean, even split with its ancient Roman Diocletian palace which is virtually unscathed and intact. Um, you've got Pula in Istria which has got an ancient Roman arena there where Obviously, the old days of the the battles and the chariots and good knows what, because Romans were everywhere as we all know. Uh, Zadar, as we've mentioned, is a lovely little coastal town and they say the sunsets there are just something to be seen, to be believed. Uh, Rovigny, is that how they pronounce it? Rovigny, I think, is a lovely another harbour town. And of course you've got islands off Croatia as well, so sailing there is a wonderful thing to do and a lot of people do sail that beautiful Croatian coast. So maybe if you haven't done Croatia, it deserves to be on your bucket list for this year.
0: Can I just say that the locals, the Croatians, are very proud of their, uh, their natural their heritage, heritage too. Yes. And so if you're walking around Plitvice Lakes, you are likely to find lots of school groups with teachers and they all want to practice their English. So the number <laughs> of times you will say hello oh. if you're walking through there... Uh, but isn't count. that lovely <laughs> it yeah lovely and
1: i mean it's an interesting place as we say just from a historically culturally the whole country um food wise people are friendly lovely place you know to to go and have a relaxing time or even if you want to have a real heavy hiking time of course <laughs> you can do that as well <laughs>
0: And that's Plutvitsy Lakes. We're talking travel on 2NURFM. It's 18 past one. And when we come our, our come back, we'll go, well, not too far from no. there, a little bit further north, and we're going to look at some of the imperial highlights of Russia. To Russia. And this is just a new little short tour for people that just want
1: to, I guess, immerse themselves in a short-duration holiday into Russia just to get a taste. And it's basically just doing Moscow and St. Petersburg over eight days. Um, So it really is... I think quite an interesting journey because they've got lots of lovely inclusions in each of these cities which allows history and culture sort of aficionados to experience everything Russia has to offer in two of their most major cities of course Um, so you have three nights in one and four in the other beginning in Moscow of course and the Kremlin and the Red Square which are UNESCO heritage sites as well but when you're in Moscow you know they do a ride on the metro and if anyone's ever been to Moscow they'll understand what I'm talking about it's like almost being inside a an opera house or somewhere. I mean, it's marble and chandeliers and... Sta- I mean, it's pristine. It's just magnificent. Um, so you're doing that, and that, that is fantastic. And then you also go... Um, it's a mini-museum, by the way, Should I call it in itself, because it's got these statues as well, and, oh, wonderful the Kremlin of course which is you know the seat of power in Russia or once was and here you see this incredible collection of wealth from the past years of the Tsars and the Tsarenas and it's, it's just blew my mind away the first time I saw that much wealth they had back in those days um, and of course it's a fortress complex in itself and you go to the Armoury Museum there which again is home to a priceless collection of imperial crown jewels, weaponry and of course the famous Fabergé eggs as well there. Um, then you continue on and you go to a, a visit to the assumption cathedral which is designed in the ornate old russian style of course in the bustling red square of moscow and of course the famous domes of the st basil's cathedral which stand at the end of that square and then you visit gum which is the famous lavish department store in the heart of the city as well so that's interesting and then you enjoy a traditional russian dinner at a local restaurant, and that's just one of the days that you're in Moscow to give you an idea. You also go along the waterways to get an idea of the river, the Volga River, um, and you do some Epicurean things as well, like getting a taste of local flavour. You stroll the streets with a local guide and savour authentic dishes found on the tables of many Russian families, and then, of course, you go on further to do lots of extra things you want to do there, like the, the former what they call the space race when they're involved back in those early days of Gagarin and so on. So that's a wonderful thing to do as well. Well, and they go of course, to one of their main galleries, and i 'm probably not going to pronounce this correctly um one of the most significant art museums in Russia. It has over 100,000 artistic works in it alone. So we forget how much Russia has and what they have in their past. We always know about it now, but of course it has such an interesting and, and chequered past as well. And then of course St. Petersburg, which is, I guess they always call it like the, uh, the Venice, don't they? Because of its waterways, etc. that you've got there. But it's also got famous cathedrals and the famous palaces that you go to see there. The grand palace which is better known as the russian version of versailles so again you're doing so much um you go to see the hermitage museum as well as i said second in size only to the louvre and it's the home to the largest collection of paintings in the world and it even has works from the likes of monet and matisse there as well so this is quite an interesting one and you even get to go on a ride around the town in some of the famous old vehicles like the old uh larder and what was the other one i was forgetting the name of it now james it was an old volvo oh there's a few old Russian cars and they do use some funny little trips sightseeing trips around in some of the old cars so this is really just letting you immerse yourself in really this culture of mainly old but some new of what of course Russia was about in those early days and I think if you're interested in anything like that you'd find this itinerary really it's very inclusive um, so there's really nothing you have to sort of go out and do anything extra on it's basically all included in your itinerary for those eight days. So, yeah, it's, it's a, I reckon it's a great little starter for someone who might just want a little, you know, peep at what Russia has to offer. Well,
0: and it's time to look at the hot deals in the travel marketplace at the moment. Sally Lucas, what have you got for us?
1: Got a great bundle to start the year, Jane. Firstly, for the wonderful Aurora Borealis, that lovely northern lights region of the world, there is a fly cruise package there, Iceland and the land of northern lights. Now, this is a 15 night itinerary. In including return air from Australia. You get two nights in London before the cruise, 12 nights on the Marco Polo and one night post-cruise accommodation going that lovely land of fire and ice and getting to see those wonderful northern lights which do usually go from october through to about march uh, to give you an idea and there's a second one if you wish it's doing norway in the land of the northern lights so a slightly different direction not iceland and it's um a, a, sorry a 16 night itinerary and again does the same you've got a 13 night cruise one night longer two nights before in london one night after again and you return air now both these holidays are incredible value for Money. Um, the first one, the Iceland, starts from under five thousand, and the uh, second one to Norway under five and a half. That's your lead-in prices, including when you think about that, all your meals on board the ship, etc. Your return air and some accommodation in London. That's pretty amazing. Um, we were talking about Russia today as well. Now that new tour that is coming out called Imperial Russia. Um, it's eight days and it includes eleven meals. It's all century located accommodation and all that sightseeing that I was going through, which is fantastic as well. Lots, lots of inclusions and that starts from under 3000 per person for the eight days as well, just to give you an idea on that. There's some other here, oh that's what's happening this year Jane, I forgot about two. We do have a eclipse occurring in uh, South America this year is where you'll be able to view it and there are some new itineraries out if you want to go and visit. Uh, that's the an eclipse of the sun? Eclipse of the sun in yeah. Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can do short itineraries if you're just wanting to do that only, ranging from seven days to 12 to 18 days the eclipse in the Atacama Desert which would be fantastic as well Um, or you can do one that's a bit longer that's going to take in Machu Picchu the Iguazu Falls and Rio as well Uh, various different durations and these are starting from under 7 to under 12 depending on which duration itinerary that's with Wendy Wu Tours so that's something happening for the solar eclipse this year and there's other lovely one here it's a Peru super deal if you're wanting to do this as well now this one is an independent um, what we call independent itinerary which means you can go any day so everything's still booked for you. you've got your local guides accommodation airfares but you're not on a group itinerary which means sometimes that suits people who have only got leave at certain times of the year and fixed dates don't always suit and that's from under four thousand dollars for 11 days and it goes to Lima the sacred valley Machu Picchu Cusco Puno Titicaca and back to Australia so if you're just wanting to do a little short South American holiday that's great and how about the other way Botswana Adventure with Victoria Falls. So this is a lovely African itinerary, South African itinerary if you like. Joburg, of course you're going into Botswana to lots of the wonderful wildlife reserves there which is considered to have some of the largest population of elephants etc in Africa. Um, The Okavango Delta which is just amazing in itself Victoria Falls and you go to a couple of wilderness camps as well 18 days ex-Australia again from under five and a half with airfares and lots of inclusions and if you wanting if you're a boaty um, there's some lovely savings if you want to just uh, float your own boat that's a hire one of those lovely little cruises to cruise the french canal systems they've got a lots of different offers at different times of the year which all finish round about 10th of february some go a bit longer savings of up to 25 percent if you want to get a group of you to get together and do a lovely cruise of the french canals so as usual jane there is lots out there there's still lots of early bird um you know deals available with different range of departure dates and different expiry dates it's just always worth checking because nothing is ever the same and it's always changeable but yes there's always something out there that's worth taking advantage of
0: Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. And we will talk travel again next Friday at 2NURFM.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.